Father, we bless you. We praise you. We worship you. We honor you. We thank you, Lord, that as we pause to reflect on what Jesus did for us on the cross, that, Father God, this will not just be a typical day, but this will be a day of thanksgiving. We take time to tell you thanks for what Jesus did for us on the cross. Were the whole realm of nature mine that were an offering far too small love so amazing so divine demands my soul my life my all this evening it's a somber evening a sad evening today is a day we pause to reflect on what Jesus did for all of us on the cross. Today is a day of mourning, a day we weep. And tonight will be the first part of our series, A Journey with Jesus to the Cross, that we'll finish on Sunday. But tonight we are going to talk about weeping. Luke chapter 22 Verses 62 says, And he went outside and wept bitterly. Weeping bitterly is not regular crying. You have sniffling, you have sobbing, tears. But the image that's being presented here is an image of deep regret deep sorrow someone went outside and wept bitterly that is what we want to talk about tonight as we take this journey the question is what causes this kind of grief and who is crying to figure this out we start our journey and the Mount of Olives, Jesus is having a conversation with the disciples. And he said to them, You are going to betray me. They all said, No, we will never ever do this. Peter went a step further in Matthew chapter 22, 26, verses 33 to 35. Peter replied, even if all fall away on account of you, I never will. Truly I tell you, Jesus answered, this very night, before the rooster crows, you will disown me three times. But Peter declared, even if I have to die with you, I will never disown you. And all the other disciples said the same thing. Those are serious words. Have you made a promise to God or to anyone? Did you keep your promise? Our journey continues by taking a trip to Gethsemane. 
Matthew 26, verses 36 to 38. Then Jesus went with his disciples to a place called Gethsemane. And he said to them, Sit here while I go over there and pray. He took Peter and the two sons of Zebedee along with him. And he began to be sorrowful and troubled. Then he said to them, My soul is overwhelmed with sorrow to the point of death. Stay here and keep watch with me. Jesus was saying to the disciples, I do not need your words tonight. I do not need for you to call anyone on my behalf. I just need your presence. The scripture says, he began to be sorrowful and troubled. And he said to them, my soul is overwhelmed with sorrow to the point of death. Stay here and keep watch with me. Jesus was saying, I am about to go through the most horrific time period in my life. And I just need your presence. Can you just watch with me for one hour? And they could not do it. You know, many years ago, I was in California for a ministry event. And I went to sleep at my hotel and I woke up knowing something was seriously wrong. I did not know what was wrong. I just knew something was wrong and I needed to pray. So I prayed for my family and I went back to sleep. Just knowing something was not right. Next day I took my flight, about a four hour flight back to Chicago. And my wife picked me up at the airport. As soon as I stepped in the car, my wife broke down crying. I mean, literally weeping bitterly. And I said to her, honey, what's wrong? Finally, she got the words out. One of her dear friends had died. She was only 19 years old. And I said to her, what happened? She said, well, her friend committed suicide. No words to describe that kind of pain. We all grieved. We wept. And what I will never forget about her funeral, her father was standing there with his best friend. And all of a sudden, her father said to his best friend, walk with me. And his best friend walked with him. And they went over the casket before they lowered it into the grave. And he grabbed his best friend and just wept. Both of them just wept no words just weeping and friends this is what Jesus was saying to the disciples I am about to go through the most horrific time in my life can you simply watch and pray with me Matthew 26 Verses 40 to 44. Then he returned to his disciples and found them sleeping. Couldn't you men keep watch with me for one hour? He asked Peter. Watch and pray 
so that you will not fall into temptation. The spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. He went away a second time and prayed, My father, if it is not possible for this cup to be taken away unless I drink it, may your will be done. When he came back, he again found them sleeping because their eyes were heavy. So he left them and went away once more and prayed the third time, saying the same thing. Jesus could not count on his disciples in his time of need. Can your friends count on you in their time of need? Can you count on your friends in your time of need? Jesus is now arrested. And Peter follows to see what would happen. Luke chapter 22, verses 54. Then seizing him, they led him away and took him into the house of the high priest. Peter followed at a distance. It's interesting. All the disciples ran, including Peter. But Peter stayed at a distance so he could watch what was going on. And we all remember Peter's words. I will never deny you. All the disciples said the same thing. Now, those words are going to be tested. Luke chapter 22, verses 56 to 62. A servant girl saw him seated there in the firelight. She looked closely at him and said, This man, Peter, was with him. But he denied it. Woman, I don't know him, he said. A little later, someone else saw him and said, You also are one of them. Man, I am not, Peter replied. About an hour later, another asserted, Certainly, this fellow was with him, for he is a Galilean. Peter replied, Man, I don't know what you are talking about. In Mark, we have more description. Mark 14 Verse 71 says, He began to call down curses. And he swore to them, I don't know this man you are talking about. We continue Luke. Just as he was speaking, the rooster crowed. The Lord turned and looked straight at Peter. Then Peter remembered the word the Lord had spoken to him. Before the rooster crows today, you will disown me three times. And he went outside and wept bitterly. Friends, we cannot begin to imagine what Peter went through when he denied the Lord and then Jesus turned and looked at Peter. And they made eye contact. What went through Peter's mind when they made eye contact? And he knew what he had done. Friends, we do not have to think about that one for too long. We are all sinners. Every time we sin and we mess up, 
Jesus is looking at us. Not only by our actions, but our inner working, our thoughts. What are your thoughts saying? Think of it this way. In heaven, there's a big screen TV. It's a Hunter Brown interpretation. Broadcasting all our actions. Would you be proud if all your actions were being broadcasted back to earth? I'm sure none of us would be. And when Jesus looked at Peter and he realized what he had done, he went outside and wept bitterly. You see, friends, God sees everything that we do. Proverbs chapter 15, verse 3 says, The eyes of the Lord are everywhere, keeping watch on the wicked and the good. This means God is seeing everything that we do, the good, the bad, and the ugly. So what should our response be? We need to be like Peter. We need to weep bitterly. You know, when it comes to weeping bitterly, it's admitting that you have done wrong. It's not simply just saying, I'm going to cry. He's saying, God, I know I have let you down. God, I know I have done some things that were not pleasing to you, and I am sorry. That's repentance. Coming to the Lord, saying, we are sorry. To close this devotion tonight, maybe you're at the place where things are good, or maybe you're at a place where, like Peter, you're saying, God, I let you down. God, I'm going to tell you something that you already know. But friends, here's the good news. Jesus did not come to condemn you. He came to give you a chance, a second chance at life. And he's saying to all of us, if you repent, if you confess your sins, I'm faithful, I'm just, and I will forgive you and give you a brand new start. Tonight, if you need a brand new start, just reach out to God. Tell him you are sorry for what you have done. Ask for his forgiveness. And I promise you, he will wipe your slate clean. It will be like you have never sinned. Imagine going home tonight realizing that all the things you did wrong were washed away. That's why today is so important. Jesus wants all of us to know that is exactly why he went to the cross. Shall we pray? Father, I do not know what's going on in the lives of my brothers and sisters here this evening, but you know I don't know, Lord, those who need to weep like Peter or those who are in a happy season. God, I do not know those who might be depressed. God, I might not know, Lord, who might be dealing with depression, anger issues, addictions, whatever the case may be. But Lord, you know. And Father, I pray, God, for those who might feel like they're a failure. I pray, Lord, for those, God, who might have messed up and really feel bad about their sin like Peter. 
I pray, Lord, that they'll come into your presence. Knowing, God, that you are not going to con them and kick them out. But help them, Lord, to know and to remember that that's exactly what Good Friday is all about. Jesus went to the cross to pay the penalty for all our sins. And I pray, no, Father, that this will be a brand new day in the life of your people. In Jesus' name, amen. Each month, sometimes each week around the world, churches take communion. If there is a day to take the communion, it is today. You see, today we pause to reflect and to remember what Jesus did for us. 1 Corinthians 11, verses 23 to 26. For I received from the Lord what I also passed on to you. The Lord Jesus, on the night he was betrayed, took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it. He said, this is my body, which is broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. If you have the bread, go ahead. In the same manner, after supper, he took the cup, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood. Do this whenever you drink it in remembrance of me. For whenever you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. Drink ye all of it. Father, we are in awe of who you are. Father, we do not take the death of Jesus lightly or for granted. Father, we thank you, Lord, that we know there is nothing that we could do to pay the penalty for our sins. But Lord, we thank you that we know that Jesus paid it all. As the song says, Jesus paid it all. All to him we owe. And Father God, help us to live tonight. Life of gratitude. Life of thanksgiving. Letting you know, God, that we are just grateful for what Jesus did on the cross. And we thank you, Father, for paying the penalty for our sins. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray thanksgiving. Amen.